at 11.59. Ooh, we're oh. starting... Ooh, we're starting early. We had to get your ent- your entrance. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to catch me being late. Let's go. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Matt here with Carolina Coops. Welcome to Video Chicken. Uh, to my left is my host, Kristen Warren. I think this one really could be a male. Oh, we got one that's hatching? This show is for you guys. This is the bass fiber. Y'all know chickens are the gateway drug into homesteading. We survived with only one trip to the ER. Coyotes are everywhere. It's about time you show up, Matt. Uh-huh. It's a great straw. It is time, finally, for chicken police. They defecate every 12 seconds. Is that true? <laughs> now it is officially noon because the buzzer went off. <laughs> well, I've never counted. <laughs> Long more road hoops. That's a good one with the, with the courts and everything. And more chickens. Well, the math you do now, Daddy, is chicken math. <laughs> Calm down, Matt. Calm down. But... <laughs> What's going on? Um, okay, so hello, yeah, Ingrid. All right, so we Happy got Happy Friday. Yeah, we're, she. Why are you? All right, come down a little. Then you are clipping a little bit. So we had to mess with the audio, guys. I apologize. Let us know if we sound good. Hopefully, we do. Um, I'm hearing something really cool hum in the background, and it might drive me nuts. If you guys don't hear it, I'll get over it. But let me know if you're like. I thought we decided what the hum was. Am I that confusing? Yes. Do I, am I yes. that confusing? So this is one of the things I realize I love about the show is that I get to go back and watch it like last week where you're like, man, I answered that. You actually didn't, but I got accused. <laughs> oh, she answered it. You guys got to keep along. You got to follow what I'm saying. So I'm asking the audience. Uh, Are ha- you saying I was wrong? Because ha- I, I take, wait a minute. Ha- ha- I take umbrage. Is that allowed? Are we allowed to go back in time I am and not, settle the score? I'm not. <laughs> How far sh- back can we go? I'm not sure what's allowed anymore and what's not. So. Uh, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Video Chicken. I have some grievances I need to be aired. <laughs> Welcome to Video Chicken Live. It is you gotta, May. You got to wait for the test of this. May 12, 2023. And uh, we have something humming. So I just want to make sure if you guys hear it, let me know. I can move it. We don't want to shut it off. Mm, why do we want to uh, shut it off? Uh, uh, so, but if you don't hear it, we'll just leave it. And I can't wait to show you guys what's going on. So, Kristen. I find it interesting that, like, you're half deaf, but you can hear, like, the smallest thing. I think it's selectively deaf. I think, I think, yeah. No. Like my truth, dog when I'm calling her. Truth I think be, that's a skill most men have. Truth be told. <laughs> now, that's sexist. Now, what if I say something? <laughs> see what I mean? We're already in trouble. All right. Moving okay? on. Um, truth be told, yes. I My hearing is ridiculous because i'll hear things i shouldn't hear and i can't hear things i was supposed to hear yeah and then you hear things that don't exist yeah there's that that's not true well yeah do you hear okay. that music stop, i'm like stop, no stop. i don't hey, hear music hey hey <laughs> okay thank you um all right so what's going on guys as i was trying to say we are live may 12 2023 kristen thank you for being here kristen our chicken nista our chicken expert who um thank you for putting up with me <laughs> All these years. Yeah. I don't know how I do it. And of course, that's Ingrid behind the computer. And we have an additional person that hopefully he's going through his 90 day probation, who is uh, added to the marketing team fresh out of college where they know everything. So I figured I'm going to hire a college student and they can teach us a thing. But this younger generation, they can just figure things out. I can't figure out. And one of the things, uh, James, who's on the uh, mixer right now, make sure everything sounds good, figured out is we've added two more, two more platforms. That we are streaming live to? No idea if it's working or not. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe three. No, I think it is two. We are two. now streaming uh, live to Amazon Live. 
Ooh. Oh, I didn't even know that existed. I didn't, I didn't either. Welcome, Amazon Live. Yeah, yes. so. Welcome I, I, the person that's in Bangladesh watching <laughs> us on Amazon Live. Uh, and then we're also now streaming to Twitter. So not sure what's going to happen. I think oh. that's pretty cool. And Mike, here's no hum, by the way. Yes, that is awesome. All right, And so, Misty's wearing her flag T-shirt. Nice, nice. Thank you so much. Uh, so, guys, as always, if you have any questions about chickens, coops, and something particular today, we have a guest. Her name is Kylie in our green room right now, and she is from. Ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I've used I've used some, but how many? Twenty five pounds. I think it's twenty. From. Oh, you can't see it because it's green. I know. It is first Saturday lime. Mm. We get asked about this all the time. Um, I promise the bag is not see-through. See, you can't see my hand, but it's a froggy uh, on it. <laughs> um, we have Kylie uh, from Saturday night. Saturday, I was about to say Saturday night. First, First Saturday. Saturday lime, and I'm actually really excited to talk about this for two reasons. One, we get asked about this product all the time, mm -hmm. and we hear it's amazing. I don't have any personal experience. Kristen, Ingrid, do you guys have personal no. experience? I they I sent me some, and I've been using it. Nice, nice. Actually, and I, I, I did a little science experiment last night with it. Ooh, I can't wait to hear about that. Uh, and also, it's an insecticide, right? Mm -hmm. That's right up your alley. Right up my alley. I know. Being I, a I, former I exterminator. I, I warned her. <laughs> yeah. The fact, is, <laughs> yeah, the, there fact we go. Is, the fact is, I am forgetting a lot. I, I really am. So we uh, have Kylie from Saturday Lime, and first Saturday Lime. So if you guys have any questions regarding this wonderful product that I hear is wonderful, uh, now is the time to ask. So we're going to get into this and all the benefits and everything you need to know about it. Now, before we really get into it, uh, we'll bring Kylie in in about another five minutes. <clears throat> I am dying to show off what's humming. Are we ready to do it? Yes. All right. Now, listen, there's a lot of water in there. We have some duck eggs. Hopefully, we don't screw it. We're, we're probably going to screw something up. Oh, and my mouse is back. I have control over everything. Yeah, so I can just leave now. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Oh, look at it flashing. Doo -doo 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 -doo. I promise you, it's not flashing. That's just the refresh rate of the LCD screen. Ooh, 85%. That's not good. All right. So, in so you here. You got duck eggs, huh? In here, we are incubating duck eggs. So we got to open that up. That's a little high. And I've been doing some candling. But I first wanted to start with showing everyone this incubator I like. I like it a lot. I, I ran thank three you. of them so far this spring. So thank you so much for sharing one of your personal incubators here at Carolina Coops. And inside here we have duck eggs. I want to show you guys something that I like about it. Especially if you're in a classroom. You have this beautiful see-through window mm -hmm. you really get to see what's going on you don't see that with a lot of normal incubators and then um the rotation like setting it up is so easy if you got to put water in you just put it in one of these ports i don't understand why there's a difference between a and b right, you're supposed to use a until the last a section of time when you have to increase the humidity uh -oh. to prepare for hatch but i was using both anyhow so i just dump it in yeah i mean you've got a a readout, so right. whatever works. Uh, the other thing I love is, I just love this. Even though it's automatic, it mm -hmm. gives us a countdown. Uh, how many days do duck eggs take to incubate? 28. 28. What is it for chickens? 21. Yeah, so it's going to take a little bit longer. And it knows to stop, right? Is that what happens? Yeah. I love that feature. And then if you're like, oh, I want to make sure the little buggers aren't getting stuck in there. 
Uh, I did notice with duck eggs, they're a little bit bigger. We're going to show them to you here in a little bit, that a couple of them are so big they're not rotating. So we've had to go in there and rotate them by hand. Oh. Oh, yeah. I've been a good little mama duck here rotating them. Actually, my daughter's been on top of it. So uh, we're going to candle some of these. And the thing I love most about this, what are you doing? I was just checking 16 days. 16 days to go. But I, I think that's set up for a 21-day cycle. No, I set it up for 28. Oh. I told it how many. Oh, because that's what you oh, told me to do. I didn't know it had that feature. I know. See, I just do what I'm told to do. Let's um, candle some eggs real quick. And Don't what, we have to turn out all the lights? I don't know. We're about to find that out. Boy, way to make it technical. Uh, so <laughs> Way to be accurate. <laughs> Jeez. This incubator has... A light right there, if you guys can see that. I totally forgot that was there. If you are a teacher, there is no better place to incubate eggs. And I'm telling you, this is a fantastic idea for your classroom, especially springtime. And they love the incubation process and, of course, the hatching process. Oh, yeah. So let's go ahead. If you can do me a favor, I'm going to lift up. If you can grab any egg, any egg if you want. Yeah, go right for the big one. Now, and we're going to candle it, so we're going to turn that on. And we're going to put it right up there. Ooh. And. Buzzer. A, yeah, buzzer. Uh, buzzer. Uh, what's the buzzer for? Dud. Dud, yeah. This one is not. Fertilized. De developing, which most likely would mean it was never fertilized. Ugly uh, duckling. Now, hold on. Oh, slow down. How do you know? Because there's nothing in there. There's no. We would at least see veining. Mm -hmm. or darkness so it's not that nothing's in there what is in there is a yolk is the yolk you can see it right there if we flip it over you might be able to see the air sac it, the yolk just looks like an amber shadow in there really mm -hmm. so this one's a dud now what do you want to do with it eat it after it's been incubated <laughs> uh all right so let's lift this up we're just gonna put this one back what, see you cringe okay i so actually fed i cooked up my duds and fed them back to the chickens Oh, dear God. I wish you didn't say that. Why? I, I see and hear the comments now. All right. So on to another one. Who's got the buzzer? Who's on the buzzer? Wait, Here, I, I'll, I, I'll... This is not news to you, though. You've been candling them. Right? Um, I'm sorry. I was looking for something else. I wasn't paying attention. So I have been candling them. So here we have another dud. All right. Because we don't see growth. But let's get some eggs that we see growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to go in there. Now, does it matter which point you put down into? Oh, what do we got here? Oh, that's, mm. yeah. See, we're definitely into the cycle because, well, you don't really see veining now at this point. You just see at the air sac. That's what I'm looking for is at the you, the you, 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 top you, you, of the, the. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know if you can see that on the camera. Yeah, so we may not see it. I was hoping to do this last week, and we, <laughs> there we go. We got the audience. So it, 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 it's solid, like a solid dark mass, and you can see a distinct line where the air sac is. So the air sac is always on the larger end of the egg, and so that's what we see. We're past the veining portion of development, and now it's just a solid, opaque, um, I would say dark or black mass in there with a distinct line at the air sac. So that's excellent. We've got so much development in there. We've got, you know, feathers and, you know, body mass. We've got everything in there developing. I know. We're going to have baby ducks. You look at you. I know. You look like a proud papa. I'm getting there. All right. Aww. So let's, let's, get, let's do another one. Are they going to imprint on you? We're going to do a couple more. I don't know. I, I just love ducks. Aww. I love duck eggs. Yeah, there we just go. Just have, have them wandering around at the office with all the animals, mm, other animals, yeah, and give them a little uh, diaper. Yeah, same here. 
I can't see because you, you're in here. Okay, now now notice something about this one. You can really see that air sac. Yeah. And why is it important to monitor the size of the air sac? Because that tells you how far in development they are. Okay, explain a little bit more about that. Because the air sac does get larger over time when it's being developed. And they, they use that air sac when they hatch. That's right. So you know that all the things are going well because they need that air sac. All right, let's do one more. Do the one on the opposite side. Here? Uh, no, no, no. Here? Gosh, I wish I had. Here? Thank you. I need to be like laser pointers on my eyeballs. Because <laughs> one of them, when I candled <laughs> oh, it that's yesterday. A, that's a terrible image. Um, that's a dud. This is a dud, so it's you not this one. You want to take out the right, here, You lift it up, and I'll grab it. Here we go. Wow. My hands aren't as skinny. Thank okay. you. My hands are not as skinny as yours. Uh, let's let's try this one. Yeah, they're developing. Okay, you can really see a lot of veins, hopefully, with that one. And oh yeah, yeah. Well, or you think that one stopped? I think that one stopped because mm -hmm. it's only half black. I don't know. Yeah, I feel so I, judgmental. It's, it's right different now. than the other ones, correct? It, it, it is slightly different. That's why I kind of wanted to show that. Yeah. And I was hoping, I bet you, you can't we, really see it on the can camera. You I'm turn sorry, my, can you turn my headphones up just a touch? Um, it, it's driving me nuts. I can't hear myself. Or if my level is really, really, that perfect right there. Thank you. How nice we have somebody to do that. I know. I mean, Ingrid did it before. I know. But yeah, in, but I ignore him. Ingrid's got, In Ingrid's, Ingrid's multitasking over there. All right. So it is 12, 13. We got to get Kylie in here from. We have some questions First too. Saturday. Line. Okay. Well, let's do some questions right. then. So that one, let's put that one back in. And I just want to say, East Stormy, are you listening? East Stormy says that Carolina Coop's Christmas came for me this week. My water system and hay arrived, the, the farm straw, I'm guessing, and hemp soon to come. Oh, the dopamine. So she's super happy. Nice. Thank you so much for your business. That's very, very exciting. And yeah, the healthy straw. So a little bit about the healthy straw. We shot now, what, two videos or three videos of two. the... Uh, okay. Yeah, and your mic cut out on the first video, by the way. Do you believe that? We got to redo it. What? We wanted to bring you guys a three-part series of a video with the Healthy Straw to actually show what I'm about to say, and that is, I love it. We can I, fudge the beginning. We're going to fudge it? Yeah. We're all right, fudge so it. we're going to fudge right. the beginning. Um, all right, so Laura <laughs> has a question. My one-year-old Novagen was a bit lethargic late afternoon, then passed out a shellless egg. I mean a yolk and white. No shell or membrane at all. Comments, please. I have seen this. Yeah, those are, they, they feel like a, a squish ball, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's really bizarre and interesting. I, I sometimes see those as their first egg. It's I, a, I got one from an older yeah, hen. It's yeah. just a misfire, mm -hmm. really. I mean, it's it's normal. I mean, if you see one, I wouldn't think much of it. It's just a fluke. Um, if you see it a lot. Definitely increase the calcium. Mm -hmm. Do you think the, the lethargy? Speaking of increasing calcium in today's show, did you think? Uh, do you think the lethar uh, I lethargy? Laughing. I know had anything to do with the shellless. Like I, is, she's making a connection between the, the the chicken being lethargic and then having a shellless egg. Is do you think that's just coincidence, or do you think there's anything to that? What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I I, I mean it. Sometimes they, you know, if, if you see her taking a dust bath or a sun bath or not as active as the other ones, that that's could be indicative of something. But I would definitely do 
more observation before I would yeah. I would tie. I, I wouldn't get worried yet is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and like some, just keep keep watching her. And sometimes like I had the <clears throat> olive vigor you gave me was limping for two days. And she was getting around fine. But when she would run, she was l- clearly limping. And um, it seemed to work itself out. So. All right, so it, it is 1216. I mm-hmm. want to get Kylie in here. We'll definitely get to all your questions mm-hmm. and comments, but if you don't have any questions or comments, please give us a wave high. Say where, Tell us where you're watching from. Everyone out there, please do everything you can to help share and promote the show, whether it's clicking on things, sharing things. I don't know what the heck we have to do, but I'm hoping we see someone soon from, uh, again, it's uh, Twitter we're now streaming to, and Amazon Live, but we just set it up today, so it might maybe we got to build an audience. Who knows? Uh, and then the other thing I want to mention before I forget, I'm not sure if James has it all done. I was doing a little experiment this week with uh, having someone here now that can just do social media yeah. all day, every I day. I noticed. That we wanted to kind of, I mean, is it clickbait? Is it considered clickbait where we have a coop being shipped somewhere that's pretty darn cool. I can't believe it's going there. And I thought, wouldn't it be fun just to show this chicken coop that has to get crated uh-huh. because it's going overseas on a ship and maybe have people guess where it's going and whoever gets the answer right gets to win a t-shirt i think that's great thank you and then it evolved into a really good post where it's like oh we don't know where this is going but the customer left us three clues whatever so i I, bravo to that Uh, apparently people are very very smart because they there was a lot of accurate guesses they googled is it was it that simple? Was there cheating involved? I think I think there was Google. So there is a lot of answers that <laughs> are correct. Agrees. And yeah. I thought what we could do is put those names in a hat and do a drawing today. And we all know how we're gonna do a drawing, so no one can argue or be like, Oh, that was cheating. Okay, I'm gonna bring my nine year old daughter in now. She will do it. And if you're gonna argue with a nine year old girl, <laughs> good luck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get Kylie in all here right. from first Saturday Lime. You guys have to scooch over. How you doing today, uh, Kylie? Good. How are you guys? Good. All right. Your audio, your audio sounds good. The visual is much better. We're a little pixelated in the beginning. Um, welcome to Video Chicken Live. Where are you Thank calling you. us from right now? So we are located in Okarchi, Oklahoma. We have one warehouse, and that is where I'm at currently. Very nice. So first Saturday Live, go ahead. Tell us what it is. I know there's going to be some people like, well, what in the heck is it? Just Give us a good introduction yeah. what to this is, What is it and why do uh, we as chicken people need it? Sure. Um, so First Saturday Lime is a non-toxic insect repellent. Um, so what we did, um, it's a patent pending formula. Um, so we took um, a version of hydrated lime, put it through a patent pending process, and um, we made it to where the product is insoluble um so whenever it comes into contact with moisture and skin um or fur um it won't cause a chemical reaction um so it is an insoluble product which makes it different from a lot of the other kinds of lime um on the market today that's interesting yeah that is interesting so it, it lasts longer and it's safer right so just a monthly reapplication um so First Saturday is when we um, tell people to reapply. Oh. I had a feeling. Wow, that might... I, I don't even know why I didn't even no. make that. I mean, I read all your stuff and I Chicken didn't even. people are so smart and punny. I know. Oh, I, I love that. <laughs> oh, that I, first Saturday. One of my favorite questions is always ask people, how did you come up with a name? And I had a feeling that might be it. So that is absolutely huh, brilliant. I love it. So my next question, I've already read the story. So I did some of my own Googling and cheating. Tell us what's behind the frog. 
Okay. Um, so the frog is, um, so our owner, um, or our founder, Jana, um, she worked on her, her family farm with her dad. Um, and they had, um, you know, they always wanted to make a non-toxic insect repellent, um, that was safe whenever it was used as directed. And, um, so they started up for Saturday Lime after her dad had passed. His name was Richard. Um, and whenever they first started back in 2017, um, a frog would always show up to the shop and, um, it reminded them of their father. And Aww. so they named the frog Ricardo and he came around like every day for the past, um, or for the first two weeks of starting it up. So now there's a little bit of her dad in each of the bags. So. Oh, that's a great story and very touching that. to, yeah. uh, to us and especially Matt since his father. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank recently. You. So just, and just wanted to give you a, a few minutes to, I didn't know to that get, was hit get, me. get back. Um, that is awesome. Get back to so us. as everyone knows, I am a foreman exterminator and I was that nerdy bug guy, but I can tell you as a disclaimer, I, ended up not liking the business because it's abused the pesticides are abused the taking advantage of people's fears is abused um and one of the things that used to drive me nuts and it's it's a form of cheating it's called you know spray and pray if you're an exterminator you just go in there and hose everything down which is highly illegal for most products and uh it was like oh yeah look at me i'm a great bug guy but no you're not you're not you know i always used to say you got to be sniper like but in order to be successful whenever you're dealing with pests and i'm gonna you got to understand the first step always is positive identification because if you don't know what you're really dealing with you might be using the wrong product and i'm hoping we're going to get into that a little bit of you know, how, how does the product actually work and things like that? Because it's very similar to a product we used a lot called Dryone. And what I find interesting is, you know, one of the first statements she made is it's non-toxic. So I would love if you could explain to us first, what makes it non-toxic? Yeah. Um, so since, um, okay, so hydrated lime is a very caustic form of lime. Um, so through our patent pending process, whenever we made it the insoluble um, version that it is, um, it won't cause the, uh, it's made with all natural ingredients and then it won't cause the chemical burns and things like that as well. Um, so, um, safe to use as directed, even if it's accidentally ingested and things like that. Okay. So explain to us then, um, one of the things that we had to always be taught as an exterminator is when you're using a, a product like mm -hmm. uh, this dust we would use, it was a desiccant. And it's like, okay, so how is it killing it? And because it's a desiccant, it's cutting up the outside of the, the epicuticle of the insect, drying it out. That's like the layer, it's like a waxy layer around the insect, and then, and then their skeletal system, their bones are on the outside versus ours on the inside. So it's a nasty death. It'd be like if we went and rolled in a bunch of broken glass and we bled to death, kinda. Um, at least <laughs> that's what I always visualized. What is the yeah. motive, what are the ingredients? What are the active ingredients, inner ingredients that is in Saturday Lime, and how does it actually work? Yeah, so um, our active ingredient is um, citric acid, and it is a desiccant. Um, but it dries the insect out through their exoskeleton. So it dries the insect out. And um, once they breathe that in and they're getting dried out through their exoskeleton, they leave. So they repel. It doesn't, um, it repels the insect rather than anything else. So it just it's makes not, them leave the air. It's not there to kill. The, it's not used to exterminate. Correct. The, yeah, it's used as a repellent. And they're quite clear about that. So that is so important because the other thing I talk about a lot is... First identification, 
uh, when you're dealing with a past. And the other thing when you're dealing with past, it really starts with prevention. Can you turn me down? You're, I'm getting all over the place here. There we go. Thank you. Um, it all starts with prevention. And you can use products if need be. You know, if you got what I used to call high pressure, you're like, man, there's nothing I can do. I live next to a horse farm. I got to do something. Uh, prevention through the use of repellents is so important where you got to be careful is like bed bugs. When bed bugs first came on the scene, oh, geez, 2002, 2003, uh, we didn't know what the heck we were doing. And a lot of insecticides are very repellent. So we go in there, you know applying product and we're just pushing them around and so you have to keep that in mind if you're going to use something it's repellent and when it's repellent it's a great form of prevention or you might make things harder for yourself um so you mentioned citric acid and what were the other ingredients that are in here that allow this to work um i believe calcite i am the communications manager so um i don't deal with much of the production of it or anything like that so but it is safe for pets and gardens. So we, we treat our chickens like pets, and some people have their dogs by their coop and stuff. Now, I put it around my coop, and I also put it um, in the uh, underneath the bedding in the nest box just yeah. because and, – and, and we have the Carolina coops have the drop-down – egg hutches and I just kind of put a, like a little line in there just enough that I could still close it but just because I had a couple that were being broody and I didn't want them to get mites because they were sitting in the nest box longer than they needed to be so um and I found it worked really good and then I just last night decided to do an experiment so Ooh. in my garden so I, I am starting seeds and if you notice those, and they're great bugs. We need the bugs. I'm not saying that we don't, but those little, um, I guess they call them potato bugs or roly polies. Yeah. What's, the, what's the name for them? Pill bugs. Pill bugs. Thank it's you. It's actually a crustacean, a pill bug. Is yeah, it is. Thing. And they're great, but they will eat, eat like seedlings and just decimate them. So we were using a, a composted mix to um, make these holes where we were planting beans and. Um, cucumbers and such um and i just saw a lot of so i saw a lot of those pill bugs around there so i just i had de and i had first saturday lime so i've done like a bunch with the first saturday lime and just kind of just sprinkled it around last night and a bunch um a, a couple spots i did with melons that had the the de and i just wanted to see would a de even work on a pill bug Matt? and that's diatomaceous earth uh, di yeah, diatomaceous earth definitely works on pill bugs. Okay. And we have treated a lot. Uh, I can just tell you stories about pill bugs. You just brought back a lot of memories. I, uh, I didn't mean to trigger you. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. But again, the thing is, again, it's always prevention. Like when people right. start talking about, hey, I got a lot of pill bugs, you're either going to make a decision to keep treating and treating and treating to keep it under control. Or do we got to learn, okay, we have a pill bug. Let's read up on it and find out why they're there so we can control why they're there. They seem to have been attracted to the the um, soil amendment I was using, which is a high composted soil amendment. So everywhere that I planted that is where I, in the holes, I saw the pill bugs. I normally, I'm fine with them because they need to aerate the soil. They're needed, but I just need my seedlings to come up. It's the same reason why I protect things from like rabbits and stuff. It's like, I just need them to come up. And then once they're up, Go to town. So can you do me a favor? I'd love to bring up the first Saturday Lime website. So if people Will have any do. questions, they know where to go and where to purchase it. And of course, I'm going to ask if we're carrying this on our website yet, because we've had a lot of people come we here. Are not. We're, we're requesting it. So we got to make sure that, you know, 
sometime soon we start to talk business. Yes. And, you know, another question I had, and I, this kind of baffled me a little bit. You can, and I read this on their website, that you can use this in the waterer to prevent growth of, it said moss, but I'm not algae. sure if we, if, we need, if we mean algae or moss. Uh, yeah, so right there, yeah, algae from ponds and birth, bird baths. <clears throat> I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So, Kylie, I wasn't sure if we can kind of hit on. And it, does that affect the pH of the water? Um, so, um, the first Saturday lime will neutralize the pH to a 7. Um, so, um, first Saturday lime will fight the algae-causing bacteria in a waterer that doesn't have a filter or a pump. Um, so, since it is an insoluble product, we don't recommend using it in any water systems that do have a filter or pump just so we don't clog those up. Um, but it will raise the pH to a 7, and it does work to fight the algae-causing bacteria. So I'm glad you just mentioned it because when I was reading about this, I was like, oh, no. I don't want our customers that have our basic water system or our heated water system that does have a pump and go, oh, I'll just put some of this in it. You will clog that pump. You'll, you'll just bind it up, and then the thing's going to shut down. But if you have just a regular waterer. Oh, yeah, an open trough type water. So the other thing I wanted to talk about as well is we get asked this a lot, the dust bath. And I saw on here on the website that you have the perfect recipe. Yes, we do. Um, I can actually point it to where it's at. I don't have that memorized yet. I'm getting close, though. <laughs> it's actually on our tips tab. Um, and then you go to how to care for chickens with FSO. Um, yep, you'll click that. And then you can scroll through there. And we have a few different tips to be able to take care of your chickens. Um, and then also the dust bath, using it in water pans. Um, even doing a whitewash on your coop, if that's something you're interested in. And we have a lot of different recipes there for that. So I, that was actually going to be one of my closing questions. I think that's very intriguing. And I don't know if we've ever even brought that up ever in the show. And that's something I don't think we ever get asked. So I thought, hey, let's let's learn about it now. Is the whitewash, can you tell us about the, the what a whitewash is and how we would use, like, like she says, FSL. How would we use FSL in the whitewash? <laughs> Um, so what you can do is you can follow that recipe, um, and it'll make basically, um, kind of like a paste, I would say, or a paint, something in the middle there. Um, and you can put it on the walls on the inside of your coop to be able to, um, repel those insects from the coop. So not only would you put it on the ground and the nesting boxes, the hutches, um, and things like that, but you can also put it on the walls of the coop for maybe in the summertime to keep um, insects from just going everywhere, keep flies out, things like that. And if we should read that recipe, it was very simple for our podcast listeners. Yes, yeah, it, I was... it, just water, salt, and um, for Saturday lime, but I'm not sure of the parts on that or if there's any other included ingredients, but I think that was all that it needed. Yeah, it looked like equal parts. Or no, yeah. Okay, no, I was looking at something else. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, at the FSL <clears throat> website, firstsaturdaylime.com. Um, I love it. It's very simple to read. It's straight to the point. And how to whitewash the inside of your chicken's coop. I, I, did, I wasn't sharing that. Oh, Relax. well, well you... Am I not relaxed? I am so relaxed. You should see him when he's not relaxed. I know. Oh, yeah. wait, I till, wait till you guys meet Florida Matt, full-time Florida Matt. Oh, oh, you guys won't even recognize him. All right, listen. All right, so now I can't read it. All right, okay. so. It's eight cups of first Saturday lime, two cups salt, one gallon of water, and one paintbrush. Yeah. So, so eight cups, 
lime, two cups salt, one gallon water. So would that help as like a, I'm sorry, Matt. Would that help as a repellent then if you're painting? Is that how it's supposed to? Okay, Kylie. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah. So what's also nice is going back to my extermination days, you also got to learn the products you're using in and out. And to be a successful exterminator, you have to understand if you're going to use a product, like we used to use a product that was microencapsulated, and it was genius how the heck they do this, where they actually take the active ingredients and they encapsulate it, which reduces its repellency, which is really nice. So if you want something where you want them to get in touch with it and contact with it, and they don't want to, you don't want to run away, you would do something like that. But in this particular case, we also got to understand the surface that we're applying to. There's a lot of insecticides that will penetrate porous surfaces. Um, if we're using this as a whitewash, that tells me it must be excellent at staying suspended on that porous surface. We have questions. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and, uh, yeah, let's get right to the questions. Okay, so... Um... Okay. What happens after a rainstorm? Do you need to reapply? Yeah. So since the product is an insoluble product, um, as long as you can see first Saturday lime, um, wherever you've applied it, as long as you can see the product, it will dry out and reactivate itself. So something, again, this is another thing that I thought was brilliant to think about. And especially when you're using an insecticidal dust, and this is how it was taught to me. It was brilliant. If you ever walked on a beach, and if you walked on wet sand, it doesn't get in between your toes. Mm-hmm. And you, when you're using insecticidal <clears throat> dust, this dust really needs to get, and I don't mean maybe this one in particular, I'm just using insecticidal dust in general. Uh, you gotta get in between the hairs of the insects. You gotta make sure it's dry. And a lot of times when it does rain, when you're applying something outside, it'll wash it away. But if you're saying that if you can still see it, then once it gets dry, it can be active again. Versus if you might have a situation where it all of a sudden got wet because you you're outdoors okay it's gonna happen and you applied this product and maybe it possibly could happen that it's you feel it's not working that's not the case you probably have to wait and i guess this is a question you have to wait until it dries out again to see its uh, efficacy is that correct that is correct um so here in oklahoma we do get very strong winds we even had a chance for a tornado last night i keep first saturday lima applied on my front porch so um, to keep bugs from maybe coming into my home um, I make sure to keep it on the outside of my porch so I line the out exterior of my front door and things like that um, and first Saturday line was still there this morning even with the high winds so will it keep those giant cockroaches that come into my house it's you know I'm a New Yorker so cockroaches were like gross but down here in North Carolina these giant woodland cockroaches that you know yeah. florida grew, florida likes to call them palmetto bugs to make it sound like yeah. so fancy i grew up with those those oh, were my friends so in you, south carolina wait, 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 oh, oh, wait you got american cockroaches no the 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 well, hold on. north no, no, carolina yeah, the ones. ones no 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 this ain't gonna work so wait a minute i thought you had smoky browns you're saying you got the ones that you see down in florida that they call palmetto bugs which are not a palmetto bug it's an they american fly, cockroach right? they yes, will fly, they fly when it's really really warm they're not good flyers or clumsy no, flyers. and they like they always seem to be by my sink. Wait, you got Americans? They're, whatever they have here in or North Carolina. Or you got Carolina. Smoky Browns? Did you ever send me a picture? You can come to my house and see them. Oh. If you were there, Matt. Ingrid. If you were, if you were only there <laughs> fixing my roof, you would have seen them. Okay. Hold on. So did you just hear what I heard? Do we I, I, hold? Hold on. We've talked. about You mean about her ribbing you or the no, content? No, of no, her. no, 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 no. We've talked about this. Did we just get the official invite to finally come 
inside Ingrid's house. Yeah, if he can deal with my old deaf dog. All right, so back to the questions. <laughs> uh, I'm going to yeah. look up the cop. Um, so, yeah, I just... So, um, let me clarify. Um, with your question, it will repel roaches, but it cannot, it's, it cannot be used inside the home. So we do recommend making a two-inch barrier around yeah. the home. Yeah, that's that what I would do. Yes, if yes. you can repel them outside um, with the exterior barrier... Um, then it does work that way. But again, much like the water, um, it is an insoluble product. So we don't offer any warranties on furnishings or um, vacuum right. vacuum cleaners, things like that. Right. Okay. Hold that on. Hold sense. on. Hold the phone. I thought for sure. So again, it's just me being an exterminator. One of the first things you got to do before you use a product, you got to read what's called the label and the label's the law. You really want to follow that. Um, I couldn't find an actual label, but I have to believe there is a label. But I thought for sure I read that it is labeled for indoor use, but maybe I was crazy. Was I dreaming that? No, it is not used. Um, it is not used indoors. Um, so you cannot use it inside the home um, where you might have those furnishings, the vacuum cleaner, things like that. So we don't recommend using it inside the home. Um, but um, since you don't vacuum your coop, it is okay. Some oh, people do. We got people that vacuum. <laughs> so let, let, let's, let's talk about that because here's the thing that I think people forget. You got to use some common sense. And one of the things I hated about dust, even though this is also what was one of the benefits, is if you apply it right, especially in cracks and crevices, um, it has a really, it's, it can really flow if you're using like a bellows duster. But one of the things I hated is it will sometimes come out, especially if there's a backdraft and you're in a, working in an old house or whatever, and you breathe that in. That's where it's going to be bad. Same thing with like boric acid. Yeah. Boric acid is a stomach poison, okay? And the, the insect needs to uh, ingest it. However, when you're applying that, it's perfectly safe as long as you're not breathing it in. That's just really common sense. So even like you mentioned vacuuming, if you use this as a broadcast application, you go in there and vacuum it. Oh, boy, I couldn't even imagine. That's just going to get right inside your lungs. I'm assuming that's what you're referring to, why it's not labeled for indoor use. And it could clog the vacuum cleaner. Yes. Yes. Um, so we just we don't recommend using it indoors Um because it can, you know, since it's insoluble and things like that, we just, we make sure to keep it very, you know, broad, I guess would be the term of, we just, we don't recommend using it indoors. Um, because whenever we put that because of this, then, you know, people try to sidestep that. And so we oh, like yeah. to just say that using it indoors, we don't recommend. So. so somebody asked if you could mix apple cider vinegar with first Saturday lime in the water. Which I think that would kind of, the, that just sounds to me like one is going to give it more acid and one is going to lower, one's going to be like a base, right? I've never heard of that before, um, so yeah. I would definitely have that. Yeah, I think that would kind of, I think They would cancel each other I out. I think they would cancel right? each other out, right. Yeah, I think. But you might have benefits. Um, I we think, can try that here. I think it would be, I would be one or the other and, and still, that would still be a trough Kind of water or oh, not? Oh, yes, definitely. Because yeah. um, mm -hmm. somebody also asked, it, it raises the pH to 7. Can you use this as a pH booster for your pool? That would be cool. But if you don't want to use it in a pool because you have a filter, correct? Right. We don't recommend using it in pools or spas because it is an insoluble product. So right. anything with a filter or pump, we definitely recommend to not apply it there. 
So if you are just joining us, we are live. It is May 12th, 2023. Go ahead. There is a drinking game, just so you know. Every time I say the date, people are taking shots, apparently, which I think is awesome. Uh, we have Kaylee from First Saturday Lime. If you have any questions regarding this product, please, now is the time to ask. And there's no bad question. There's no embarrassing right. questions. Yeah. I guarantee whatever question you have, most people also have. I've seen a couple questions about how it affects the soil. Yeah. So, yeah, fruit, yeah. Uh, Bruce asked if it will affect the microbi microbiome. Microbial. microbial thank you i can't we're <laughs> talking today um would it affect that in the soil that stuff uh, <laughs> are only guaranteed to repel insects with an exoskeleton however it will also um fight um i'm sorry it will also neutralize bacteria within the soil and eliminate odors but we can't say for sure other than um guaranteeing just the insects with the exoskeleton right I don't think this is something you're really, I, from my understanding, and Kylie will correct me if I'm wrong, this is something you use as like a barrier around things. This is not something that I would necessarily like put in my soil to garden with. I'm putting it on top to eliminate yeah. and there's, one area of, of bugs. So what you can do is you can do one eighth of an inch on the soil, um, one eighth of an inch on the top of the soil of your garden um, or in your nesting boxes on the ground of your coop in the run. Mm -hmm. The, anything like that um so you apply one eighth of an inch and you just kind of sprinkle that around and and that can cover it that way however if you're going to do a barrier of a home um or a coop you can also do a barrier on the outside of the coop or a barrier on the outside of your garden even um you do two inch barriers there so two inch barriers around the outside of the home but one inch barrier if you're covering like the ground of the coop that makes sense. all right yeah i bet you could put it on your roost bars too that would be nice Mm. Would it does it help keep flies away? Joan is so asking. it will repel flies. However, it is a topical product. So whenever the fly comes into contact with for Saturday lime, um, they will just leave the area. Right. So let's be clear there. And boys, this bring back so many memories. It's one thing <laughs> to repel a fly off a surface, and that's usually too late for most people. There's another <laughs> to repel a fly flying around. Right. Um, that most flies, you know, when you put an application of a product on a surface, when the flies flying around, they really don't know it's there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you got to wait for them to land. And that is a good way to help repel a majority of flies from ever being around that area. So I wouldn't say it, it wouldn't hurt. Um, but a lot of people are like, well, I put that stuff down on the wall and I still see them flying around, but oh gosh, you know, it's just hard to explain that to people. And there are ways to repel flies while they're flying around. That's a whole nother story. Fans. So hold on, I, I want to make sure I'm clear on something because again, I understand using insecticides as prevention, and it sounds like you're really uh, promoting this product as a form of prevention, not so much a pro uh, form of actually killing an right. insect. It says it right on there, right on. The so bed. yeah, it is used as a preventative measure, but it can also be used to fight infestations as well. So another thing that happens. <laughs> This is why I brought that up, is insects have what are called spiracles. You know what spiracles are? Anybody? I don't. Spiracles? Yeah. Anyone? Anyone? Yeah, I was like almost thought yoga. who could guess it, but everyone's going <laughs> to Google, ooh, what are spiracles? Um, that's what the that's the breathing part of the insect that they breathe through, and it, a lot of them are down on their abdomens, and you can actually see it under a microscope. A lot of dust, if you dust it directly, will actually clog them and suffocate them. So I wasn't sure, and I'm not saying that I don't want to mislead people, but I'm just curious if I, if we had a cockroach and we just dusted it, have you ever seen that it will clog the spiracles and suffocate them and kill them? 
Um, I haven't ever gotten that technical with it. Um, what I have done before um, is whenever I do place a barrier, um, if I place it, you know, in my yard where, okay, so let's say I'm on my porch and I see that I have some insects crawling around. Um, I'll take first Saturday lime and get ahead of them and I'll sprinkle a line just to see, you know, what it would do if we actually did have insects crawling and you can actually watch the insects go up to the lime and then turn right back around nice. and go back. Huh. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So we got some more questions. Um, it is already 1243. I can't believe how time flies around here. So somebody was asking um, if, so we, we often say don't put anything in with our deep litter method. So um, they were asking if you would use this in the deep litter method and would it, would it compost down like the hemp and, and the poop and everything that we use for deep litter. Right. Um, so there are a lot of customers that use first Saturday lime in their deep litter method. Um, so whenever they put new bedding on, then they'll sprinkle a little bit of first Saturday lime to fight the um, odor, insects, and things like that. And then whenever you go to use that deep litter method, um, within the compost or, you know, whenever it's packed down, there are still many people that use it in their deep litter method. Um, but there's also people that say that they don't like to use it in their compost. So we're getting mixed questions or mixed answers on that, you know, where people have tried it in their compost and maybe they use, I don't know if it's the word of maybe too much. So then it's still fighting those insects. Whereas, you know, the ones in the deeper layers aren't getting as much. Um, yeah. And I thought so. There's mixed questions of people do love using it in their deep litter method, but then also people um, choose not to just because it will repel all insects, even if they're deemed official, uh, beneficial for right. um, composting. Right. And which is with our with our hemp and our deep litter method, we find that there is no odor um, as long as you don't overload your coop. Yeah. So what I was going to say is um, if you have if you feel you have to add something to the deep litter system or even composting in general i would say something's out of balance mm -hmm. um and typically it's one part nitrogen 30 parts carbon i still don't know how you go in and count all that but i always tell people you can really tell if you got to add something based on smell and we've seen that with the deep litter system but there have been people have said oh yeah i i will only use a a form of lime in the deep litter system and i find that a little confusing so I guess to each their own. If you, if you feel it's working, then go for it. But I, I want to be very careful not to send the wrong message yeah. to people. Right. Perhaps you could line the chicken coop with the – line it with the lime, the first Saturday lime, and then do the deep litter. Yeah. It would, yeah. It would just be on the – yeah. the edges yep. i don't know uh, but not it, necessarily mix it in uh kathy has a question does fsl have a shelf life um it does not have a shelf life so you so could have it for a long time so meaning that yeah. stock up very nice also john asked if what the difference between first saturday lime the lime and that and you might have already touched on this versus um a soil amendment kind of lime that you would buy in a garden store because a lot of times you're told to add lime for like hydrangeas yeah. which will give them a certain color because it'll make the acidic soil less acidic. yeah and whether that's pelletized lime or agricultural right. powdered lime right yeah so going back to um the insolubility is the main key that ties it um and makes it different um so um, it's been made insoluble. It won't cause a chemical reaction whenever it comes into contact with moisture and skin or fur um, or plants. So um, that's the main key there that differs from different versions of lime. Okay. 
Oh my gosh, it just left me. I don't, oh God, do I need a break? It was, oh, okay, yes. Um, again, going back to my bug guy days. If I remember correctly, uh, another pest we used to have to deal a lot with and it had a lot to do with timing is with snakes. And I was once taught, I never did it. We always used a specific like snake away product. But I want to say someone told me once upon a time, if you use some sort of lime, and I know there's different types of lime. I think it was like a crystallized lime or, or something like that. Uh, that that would also repel snakes. I'm just curious. Have you ever done any tests with that, putting this down to repel s snakes? Yeah. Uh, first Saturday lime, since it's only guaranteed to repel insects, it will not um, repel snakes. Um, there's even a few customers that do use it in their snake enclosures. Um, whenever, so if they don't want, maybe maybe they have an abundance of insects or things like that. So. Um, oh wow. Okay. Interesting. I think it's sulfur that repels snakes. Something like that, yeah. Gosh, I am getting so old now. I'm forgetting all these things. But it does jog back a lot of memories. What is a day... Daiquiri. A... Simon wants to know, can I add this lime to a daiquiri? Oh, okay. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. He's trying to, he's trying to win himself a t-shirt, I think. Um, Laura's <laughs> asking, I guess we can talk business. Uh, Laura's asking, is there any Carolina Coop discount to buy the Saturday Lime? I'm not going to put you on the spot to answer that, but I Let guess go. the question is, how much? How much? Jeez, oh, how many pounds? Was I, was I right? So, let's see how good my memorization skills are, but at mm -hmm. this time, mm -hmm. so um, part crazy. of the really good part of First Saturday Lime is that we have a subscription. Um, so, you can either have the 20-pound five-pound monthly subscription to show up at your house on the first Saturday of every month. So for the subscription, the bag is $26.39 or the five pound bag is $17.59. Um, or you can just do a one-time purchase as well. That's not bad, actually. I saw they had a promotion for first-time purchase, I yep. believe. And yes. And we could probably talk um, promo code. We could talk off camera yeah. with Kylie and see if we can do something where we can market, help market each other and, yeah. and, and have this yeah. available for our customers and whatever, whatever we do. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're vetting out, really. I mean, this is our customers, our viewers, our fans get to see what we do live. Typically behind the closed doors is, you know, find out about a product find out if it works but the other thing i'm real big on is who are the people behind it mm -hmm. you know i really want to make sure because when our customers support us i want them to know who we're supporting you know and it's just it's just a great way one of my favorite things about business and um this is something i definitely i've never again i've never used myself but i know a lot of people have asked about it so you guys must have a great marketing program to get the word out there i'm not sure if there's any other products out there similar to this but um this is definitely something i would love to talk business afterwards yes. and see. and i've used yeah. it so i would we would never we're very strict about just we don't all, we have to use the product to be yeah. able to right. that's kind of our right. our jam so yeah and matt and i will be trying it too we will you're gonna use it here yeah. i'm gonna use it at home my um, I, I tell you i have a phobia of anything insecticides anymore even even it's, i know this is citric citric acid and it's natural i still it's like i've killed so many things that i don't want to kill anything anymore like not get so it mad repels. at me it doesn't kill no so that's you can true sleep that's well true at night. Oh, okay fine fine yeah you're right you're right <laughs> go on all right sorry yeah you were saying oh sorry uh, so whenever customers kind of going back to what you were saying but um whenever customers reach out to us whether that be through social media or um through email phone call typically i am the person they talk to so it's really nice to be able to watch it come full circle so 
Nice. That's great. All right. Is there any other questions for Kylie? For I, I think we have some chicken questions. Okay. Um, and that we have to um, get to. Uh, okay. All right. Well, Kaylee, thank you so much for being here. Great job. Uh, thank it was you. a pleasure to speak to you. Hopefully we can talk business. Awesome. That sounds great. We'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye. So okay. oh, ho hold on. Wait, hold. I, I was going to wait and I can't anymore. And I don't know if Nan's back. It is hot. It's crap in here. And I'm like, okay, if we turn on the AC, then Ingrid's like, hey, it's freezing. And I don't want to, are you, are you guys not sweating like crazy? Not sweating, but I, I bring a sweater because I know you. It is so Laura hot said that the Twitter says it's the stream's not available, just so yeah. you know. And I don't see anything coming in from Amazon. Yeah, well, we just got to work on it. We'll, yeah, it's we'll, okay. We'll figure that out. So um, Laura also had another question, and I wanted to bring it up. She has a broody. Um, here we go. A year old Jersey giant is so broody she will not stay out of the hutch. I take her out of the hutch and put her in the run and she heads back to the hutch. <laughs> so I, the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I know we don't like to break the broody, but not everybody can constantly add to their flock. So I had my little tiny, tiny bantam was broody and she's been broody for a while. And, um, I just, I had to separate her. I had to prevent her from getting into the egg hutch. From what I understand, and Kristen, correct me if I'm wrong, but their body temperature goes up when they're broody. So, which is why people say, if you don't let them nest, you kind of cool them down. Um, so I kept her in a, in the pergola. I mean, she did have like a palace for her because she's so tiny, but I, I mm -hmm. kept her away from the other things. I only had to do that for two days. It looks like today she's not being broody. Ah, um, I don't know. I, t I put Sean in charge of <laughs> checking to see if she goes back up into the nest box. But I mean, there are humane ways to break the broody if you have to. And it's yeah. just to kind of, you're going to have to like kind of put her in jail for a couple of days, whether it's a dog crate in the run or something where she has food and water and stuff to do. But yeah. you not... need to disrupt their habitat and their, you know, her habit. Right. And get her body temperature to to not be so hot so how she... long how long is too long for being broody i think it depends on the chicken like for for midge she's so tiny so she was broody for a couple of weeks and i was like she's not eating enough and she only weighs like four ounces what is the average length of a hen being broody that maybe well 21 days well, well, but you've had gonna... them for months right yeah, what i, I was I gonna say without for... the ability to hatch eggs like i one get for three the... months and i was i was like this i can't break her and she's gonna die right so, so it's almost like if you want to break the broody the right answer is to make sure you give her what she's trying to do and that is a clutch of eggs yeah and you can't always do that you, sure yeah you can. no you can't, you can't. Always, on... but what what is because it because there are there are logistics involved wait and there's a numbers game, you know, chicken I, math. Hold on. I didn't, if you, one, if you guys would let me finish. No. Okay? no. I didn't say fertile eggs. <laughs> I just said a clutch of eggs. Mm -hmm. Does it make a difference if they're fertile or not, if they don't hatch? Will she sit on them? Because she's got to oh. know, hey. No, you mean if she sits for 21 days and they don't hatch, she gives up? That, that's one question. No, Do she they, doesn't. Okay. Do they know that they're developing or not? I don't know. I don't know if they do. I don't know. Okay, well, is that okay? Is they, that an okay question? They say that they talk to the eggs. They, yeah. they you know, they communicate with them. So, <laughs> does that work? He just took a whiff of ox oxygen. It, 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 it's awesome. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just, 
I understand the reason. I mean, I could also, I could give her eggs if I had fertile eggs and let her hatch them and then give away the chicks after a while. But I don't want to do that because I become attached. So I understand oh. emotionally. And it's just, huh. it, and, and it's a lot because she's so tiny and she can't really protect herself or her chickens. Is I, I, I see a comment from Paul Rucker. I went to a church with a Paul Rucker in South Carolina. I wonder if that's him. Huh. Well, does it look like him? I don't know. It was a long it's been time a while. ago. Yeah, that crazy <laughs> tiny church. picture. Uh, Misty asks, question, is the healthy straw good for the run? Even if there is zero moisture, mine is very dry. I'm surprised she's saying that. Uh, well, she has a beautiful yeah, I mean, I would with say a solid so. roof run, so it yeah. should be dry. But she, if I remember correctly, she doesn't. Give me, she, she's in the Pacific Northwest, where oh my gosh, if you ever want to go where it's rainy, oh, mm. um, I would have. To, I mean, what would you guys say to that? I'd, I'd say dry is fine. Yeah, I can't see why that would hurt at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it it's, wasn't even dusty. If it's dry, I'm not sure why. Maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe that's a good way to so let's say it's getting dusty. And you want to put down the healthy straw, which again we're loving. I I am shocked. I really yeah, didn't think I, I was going to be happy with it. I think I might have to grab another. Anything you want, Ingrid? Yeah, <gasps> me too. You all heard that? Of I course, got witnesses. Anything, anything. <laughs> see how? See, is that so hard? All right. And then if, I've always said you rather have a dry problem than a wet problem, and it doesn't hurt if you want to go in there if it's getting really dry, to maybe mist it down a little bit. And what can happen with the healthy straw is maybe mist it down a little bit, and then put the healthy straw on top of it. Just saying, I don't know. I, I you have room for error if you have a dry problem, wet problem. That's what happened here. We were getting so much rain, and the runoff just coming through the run was ridiculous because we just put the coop right on the ground. We didn't put it in a base, whatever. And it's not that we were having a problem. It's just other than the chickens were getting muddy and dirty. So I put that straw down. Like you, I don't think you could think of a worst case situation. Yeah. Double the amount of chickens, extremely wet ground, even with a solid roof run because of the runoff. That straw and is and, amazing, and you weren't free ranging at that time. That's correct. Yeah, the the nitrogen load, just the taxing <laughs> of chickens in there doing their thing. It was, um, it was incredible. James, real quick, I'm just dying. Are you guys hearing the static? I'm, I'm not sure. I am. Yeah, I'm not sure what we did wrong. Do you hear the I'm static? Not. No, I hear the static. It's just me and you, Matt. No. We have static in our head. Typical. Mm-hmm. Um, so Darshel says, "Are you guys liking the healthy straw more than the hemp?" Then. And we just want to make it clear. Go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening at all. I was reading <laughs> Laura's question, but go ahead. Now I will focus. Well, because you skipped past that. Hold on. I knew I knew Laura was going to say this. To go back to her question, um, is it was just a white and a yolk, not even like a soft snake egg, if you guys have ever seen that. Yeah. She's saying a yolk and an egg white. No shell, no nothing. Oh, like it. Just, oh that not even the membrane. To, that egg was yeah. ready for the frying pan. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's happened. I, I don't know if I've had that happen or it's been that it was a very thin yolk and they kind of pecked at it and then ate the stuff because that's happened. Okay, moving on. Okay, I see. Yes, what, that's what I so was So you guys are like now start more than happened. No, no. I, this is going to get me in trouble. I whoa, knew this whoa. was going to happen. Oh, what? is this we right now we're recommending the healthy straw (laughs) for the run and the um industrial hemp for the hen house so i did just matt's retching because i brought out my poop sample she didn't even open it Matt. you're being very dramatic i'm not what, is it criticized Matt Day? Yes. Yes. Am I being dramatic? That's when I, that's when I get a chance to oh, do it. So you fun. have feces we, yeah. that you play like it's Play-Doh. Okay, am I the only one? What are you, you're sticking your so, nose. 
So we're we're very we're very specific. I I think there's nothing better than the hemp for deep litter. Nothing better. That's right. The healthy straw is great because there gets poop in your run. There yes. gets poop outside your run. I no. I love the healthy straw oh for God. the run. What is this show and tell? Did you well, do this as a little it. girl? <laughs> Look, I made poop in a bag. Um, um, no, I'm just just ho- checking ho- ho- to see. Sl- let's slow like, down, please. So I do want to say, if I have some guinea pigs out there that use a deep litter system and they want to just experiment with healthy straw versus hemp, I I'm. I would love to hear the results. I think we might do it very soon um, after next week when we get back. We're bringing three coops back. I'm going to put them on display. Oh, did you well, see? I, I do get squirreled. Did you guys see the the big signs out front? Yes. Aren't those nice? Yes. Uh, very nice. I think I want to experiment with some healthy straw in the deep litter system just, just so we know. Yeah. And I think we might be pleasantly surprised. I think the reason why we'll be pleasantly surprised is the thing we preach. The f- number one thing when it comes to a chicken coop is you've got to have the right size. And when you have the right size, you've allowed yourself to have wiggle room for error. There's so many people that get those little tiny coops because they're told it's the right size and it's not. And you have problems. You just have no wiggle room for ventilation, for the nitrogen load, for the diaper. Uh, I, we had a customer recently bring a Coop Works water silo back, which I was like, well, this is the first time we've had a return. She said it doesn't fit in my coop. I was like, oh, my gosh. Her coop must have been so small. Oh. So, so that's okay. where I realized. Not one of ours. Yeah, our baby bars. We got to go make baby bars now for the Chinese coops uh. that are out there. At least that'll solve that problem. And just hang it right on the side of that um, of the run of those little coops. Or get a bigger coop, which is the right thing to do. <laughs> Anyways. So hold on. What is the point here? You, you brought this. Well, yeah. You know, uh, what, what was it? Two or three weeks ago? I Is this the same stuff? Yeah, the same stuff. My poop in a bag with straw, with hemp, and small particle hemp and large particle hemp. And? Open them up. I, I did. Uh, I did think? leave them outside on the sidewalk in the sun. You did? I did. So Of course you did. I don't know if that that's going to change anything. Well, so, were they both in the sun? Yeah. So what yeah, happened? And I have the large well, particle. Yeah, the large particle. Oh and I have just the bag of regular Did poop. we date them? Did you put the date on those? Uh, no. Okay. I what think is, it, was, it was three weeks ago, though. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So... But some water got in there, so I I I don't know. So I is it bad? I it smells worse than it did the first mm, day. Okay, because when it we, was fresh. Because I I think that I'm gonna have to run some more tests. Okay, we're Sorry. very we're very sciencey. Now I'm yeah, not really. smelling them, but I was like, oh gosh, what are you gonna do now? So buy and sell also said I'd like to know what I can put in the chicken run. I'm getting a lot of chicken poop and stuff in the run. Healthy straw, healthy yeah. straw, healthy straw. You can, but there's lots of options for the healthy run. straw, healthy straw. Healthy. I love wood chips. Sell free, healthy straw. Sell free it. wood chips and healthy straw is available at Carolina. Thank you. Coops. Jeez. Yeah, and healthy straws, it's a, it's. It we lasts. Ha- it really expands. Right. And we yeah. haven't done an official video, which we got to do. But apparently when we did the first initial video putting in there, my mic was off. I thought we did a sound check. Oh. We did. I think it, it went off. Like it was <sighs> the sound check was fine. And then Kristen's we had trouble with Kristen's mic. Her mic was working. Yours was not. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm playing with the audio in editing. So I've kind we of could do leveled a voiceover. Oh, that's not bad. Uh-huh. That might be fun. That's a good idea. And we can do the voiceover right in here. Once upon a time, far, far away, in front of Carolina. Here Coops. we are. Yeah, but I'm already the, editing. Like, spreading whatever. The you should. Co- oh, she knew what I was about to say. You should come here, and we'll edit it together. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, guys, thank you so much. So we're a little bit after one o'clock. Uh, we are here for your questions and comments. Uh, real quick, just to recap: the first Saturday, first Saturday lime. Um, 
It's, so the active ingredient is citric acid. That's what it said. And so that makes it very, very safe. But the biggest thing is it's repellent, but it's non-caustic, meaning it's not going to burn you. Yeah, so right. that makes it very safe. So I think that's very a huge uh, advantage to using this product. And I'm not sure if we have any um, comments out there, any viewers that have also used it and yeah. have any feedback. I think I might have saw a couple, but I did want to touch base on that. But anyways. Red and you know I wouldn't use it. If because I use only organic yeah. and permaculture practices, so I wouldn't use something that I didn't think was well. Good. See, now you just touched on a nerve. I know the definitions have changed as over the years as to what's organic, and I remember as a bug guy when organic came out, and it's like, what does organic really mean? Everyone had their different definitions, so we had to abide by different standards. Mm -hmm. Um. Insecticides can be a term, I'm not going to say organic, but it was the other part, which it's a very systematic approach um, to the, what we call IPM, um, Integrated Pest Management, where you don't just go right to the, the bullet, if you will. You got to start with the prevention. You got to start with the cleaning. But sometimes insecticides can be beneficial. Um, what? You're looking at me like... I'm listening uh, okay. intently. Yes. <laughs> Hanging on everywhere. Just, just like you like. So I just... <laughs> I, I want people to realize... I don't want to just bash insecticides. I'm bashing the abuse of it. But if it's used correctly, can be part of a program that is still very safe. That you could almost define that as being organic. Even are, though I know that's not the no you know, definition there are, of organic. There are or, like when Dr. Crespo was on here, remember she said that uh, the elector PCP... Was it? That's not what it's called. P PSP? Yes. Uh, we're not giving our chickens drugs. Um, uh, that has a spinosad. Spinosad is an insecticide, but it's um, organic. It's it's deemed organic. Like for an organic to certified organic garden, which mine is not certified, clearly. But for a certified organic gardening and certification, you can use a spinosad. So there are insecticides and there are things that you can use that are would be considered organic. So it's not no nothing. That's all I'm saying. Right. Anyway. I'm starting we, to smell we need that to, now. We need to do a show on pet. I know we've done one on pets. That helps. Just, I mean. But let, let's just break it down like a, a pest. Uh, we, we've done your show, like your banner show about uh, extermination of of but maybe we can do a short version maybe even a, a little video oh when we did a show about pests around a coop yes you know yes. i never went back and watched it. i hope i did a good job yeah. because it is hard for me to one remember things and it just so many things start going through my head it's like gosh they're not gonna understand this until we start here and i do want to keep it simple because it's not complicated yeah yeah like a short version yeah and you know what gosh if anyone instructions people just want the net of it like <laughs> okay well really that's fine Tell me what to do. I keep forgetting our beloved Evan Archer. He is on his way down tomorrow. He needs to bring me my bug book. I keep forgetting, and I want it here. Um, so thank you for reminding me of that. So here's a question that we didn't get to. And Tell him I want a fly light, too. <laughs> From oh. yesterday's live shop video, do you toss your wood scraps? If so, should you build an incinerator and burn the scraps and sell the wood ash? Okay, so we went live yesterday. Did you guys see it? Mm -hmm. I saw a bunch of social media things. You can't. You, 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 the I future in politics live. for you is incredible. It's strong with you. I saw the one. Do with you the, not get the notifications? The... Do you not watch what we do? I was probably working. 
Yeah. Me Good too. answer. Good answer. Working. Thank was, you. Thank you. Sick of it. All right. Do you toss your wood scraps? Question mark. If so, should you build an incinerator and burn the scraps and sell the wood ash from ashes? Come. Okay. Um, we do toss our wood scraps. Well, what we do, and I tell you, this is a huge, I hope one day maybe I can capture what we do behind the scenes. We have these beautiful scrap wood bins um, that we built here, and it was rejected, dug fur. They just, they're probably the world's best compost bins because there's slats, you get air in it, whatever. And we oiled it with the uh, Cabot Australian Timber Oil, which is just one of our favorite products if you ever want to keep a coop looking natural. Anyways... And, and we have this sign on it, whatever. So we throw our scrap wood in there and we put it out by the road. And the public here, I had no idea how much it means to them. I, I, I can't even begin to tell you the stories. I'll go out there every now and again, just saying thank you for taking scrap wood. I have just met and heard, met some of the greatest people and heard some stories. I didn't realize how important the scrap wood is for them. So to answer your question, that's what we do with it. And I don't know if I want to get into burning for ash because I can only imagine what happens with the... Uh, with compliance from the local city mm, environmentally speaking but you can pick up your free wood here and make environmentally it. speaking what do you mean by that well you don't want to incinerate, like what burn do you... if you don't have to right right yeah. right um so <laughs> for you lovely people who have hoa issues rebrand your chickens as north american dirt par parrots oh that's good <laughs> oh my gosh. oh I, I oh that's so tempting <laughs> I can't. I can't. No, right? do it. Do oh, it. No, funny. Okay. Do it. That no, I'm not touching that one. Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, the bell? Yeah. That's not bad. No, I want to touch. Uh, I, I want to say something that I know I can't. So never mind. Moving on. Why so, is it so bad to be broody? Yeah. It's not. Uh, it's because you you lose eggs. It's well, their you, maternity leave. They stop laying eggs when they're broody. And they also stop eating and drinking. Yeah. That's pretty they, stressful, right? They, yeah, yes, it's, it's stressful, stressful on their bodies. They only get up once a day to eat, drink, and poop. Yep. So, I mean, it's fine. It's a great way to add to your flock, though. But All right. And so before I forget, mm -hmm. did we get the names of the people that had the correct answer? James has done his homework James like a does. good student. Mm -hmm. And let's let's do this. My daughter is due. Hold on one second, folks. Can I have someone have Jetta come to the studio, please? Someone let Jetta to come to the studio, please. Make sure her hair is brushed. <laughs> um, all right. So you got the names. Are they on little tiny thingy mabobs? Oh, brilliant. Uh, we're going to put it in the something and we're going to make this real official. And uh, maybe bigger. Do we have something bigger? We got to fold it up. We got to make sure because I tell you, someone always, every time we do this, someone's like, that wasn't fair. Uh, I mean, come on. Yeah, people. we should have something. Where's the thing that the nipples were in? The... Oh, she won't be. I don't know. Maybe she can stick her hand in there. Then we got to dump all the nipples out. All right. All right. All right. All right. So what we're going to do. So let's, I don't know if we can bring up the Instagram post, but we were trying something. I, I don't know if it worked well, but I thought it was fun. So we're going to, we're going to do a drawing yes. to the, there's a list of names that can i have i tell you i tell you what bring me the names right here please and they are people that follow us on instagram yeah they have to follow don't, don't, don't get in the water don't get in the right here where it's dry people will be like oh there is mine got no perfect perfect okay and so they're all folded up and okay beautiful so what we're going to do is i'm going to read them off real quick so everyone okay so not too bad all right so this turned out a You're little bit better read, what do you mean read them off well, just to be like, no, we, you know, uh, okay, fine, I won't. Don't, what are you doing? Because some people are going to be like, oh, I, my name wasn't in the drawing. I just know how these things go. But, right, okay, fine. Don't, don't no. read them off. All right, fine. Ingrid's like, I got to go pee. All right, so. 
The question was, based on these three clues, where is this chicken coop going? What were the three clues? Does that, do we remember? I won't get it up. All right. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I was trying to give you time to do that. Oh, was that what you were doing? Oh, Matthew. I tr- <laughs> all right so we're gonna share our screen we're gonna share our instagram yeah and what we can play the video once um so you know we have a new full-time uh, person helping here especially with social media mm-hmm. which i think is very important you know it's love it or hate it it's here to stay mm-hmm. we got to figure out what we're gonna do with ai soon ai is getting insane oh that's another conversation am i not allowed to have that conversation Ooh. That was so loud. I'm sorry, folks. Yep. So okay. that was the name of the indigenous people start with the letter C and ends with the letter O. How do we pause this? Boom, beautiful. Go. What's it? Uh, hi, princess. Uh, give me one second. Uh, you have a job to do. You know what that job is? Yeah. Um, to make sure that people don't complain about giving away free shirts. So you're gonna do what you've done before. We're gonna put these names, okay, in a hat. In a hat. Who's got a hat? James has got a hat. Speaking of hat, we need our Carolina Coops hat. Is yeah, it all really? sweaty and Get gross? Get on there. Go ahead and grab Mr. James's hat, please. The second question was the most consumed item in this country was created during the Great Depression. Getting there. Getting there. Okay. I know, but I'm, you know. We got to move things along. Yeah, really. And number three, a place <laughs> where two shipwrecks stack atop each other. So did either one of you know that answer? No. Nope. So the people that knew the I answer know any of those. must have Googled it. Is that what we're saying? No, I mean, some people know that, but I'm just saying that. Let's see if it, it, hang may, on a second. it may go work. back to. Uh, All right. So on. we're going to do a quick drawing, just something to do that was fun. But I'm not sure if anybody Look, knows based here. on those clues right now what the answer is. If you answer, yeah, it doesn't fine. count because this is all for Instagram. But we got the names in here. How many was there, James? 16. Okay, not bad. I was hoping for a lot more. Boy, if you're not following us on Instagram, please go do that. All right. So, Jetta, how are you doing today? Okay, Jetta. Sit down. So, this is where Kristen just disappears. Why do you disappear? No, Why do you do this? But it's fun. It's fun. She can come in here. Hello, Jetta. How are you doing today? You can go ahead and talk into No, go ahead and talk into the mic. Say hi to everyone. This is my yeah, Princess here. Jetta. Uh, my mini me, my animal lover. Oh my gosh. You love your animals? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have Jetta. You're gonna draw a name out of the hat, and I'm gonna keep it up it's here. He's got women telling him what to do all the all time. All day, all day long. Okay, so we're gonna <laughs> shake it. Okay. Now you can't look and you're gonna draw the name. And after you draw the name, you're gonna would you like to read it off? I would like. I can't pronounce it. Yeah, we're we're gonna help you. Are you ready? Or it's shaking. Let me make sure I shake it. See, is it sticking to the sweaty hat? (laughs) All right. So, (laughs) the answer was Guam. Yes. We have a chicken coop going to Guam. That cool. That's very exciting. I said, Jetta, without looking, reach up, pull one piece of paper out, and this is gonna be the winner. We need a drum roll. All right, and who is the winner? Nice and clear into... Oh, that one's easy. Go ahead. No, No? All right. Um, At Sarah Charon. Um, You may or may not be watching right now, but if you are, you just want a t-shirt, we'll have to notify at sarah.charon. Yes. Um, James will reach out in um, Instagram on an instant message. Did you write the name down? Because you'll forget. I know I would have forgotten. There you go. Give that to Mr. James. Jetta, Um, thank you so much. And uh, get her address, and we'll send her a T-shirt, and get her size. 
Yeah, no, I'm sure it's going to be someone that's in. We've had some winners there. And she gets to pick her T-shirt too, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, All right. Uh, boy, I t- right. we've had some expensive shirts go out. It's like 200 bucks to ship it to people in oh, Scotland. Yeah. Well, but. and that, you know, that listener uh, was someone that I went to church with. So that was, that's interesting. I believe he wanted to show me one day how to fishtail on a dirt road and we wrecked the car. I wasn't driving though. That was the last <laughs> I ever saw of him, I think. Well, and he's back now. <laughs> uh, every time Matt says, going back to my bug days, I... I hear the I used to be a bug guy sound effect. <laughs> that's great. That used to be a bug guy. Yeah, that's funny. I, yeah, I hear See? that in my head, too. Yeah, we got to get our drum pad so we do the sound effects more. Oh, my goodness. Okay, now the show's getting a little out of hand. Aww. He's going to knock over lights. He doesn't remember me. No, because you're not. You got to work here every day. There's Leo, um, our beautiful Maine Coon. And he's Here's just, a question. Okay, thank you. Patty says, every once in a while I get a sandpapery egg, not a smooth surface. What happened? Still good to eat? I get those, too. I do, too. I think they're calcium deposits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's just on the shelf. Here, it doesn't affect the inside of the egg. Here's what happens, folks. We have been so spoiled, and it's actually, it's not even spoiled. It's not a good thing that we have gotten so used to that when we go to the grocery store, we just assume that all food is always looking perfect, always looking beautiful, <laughs> and that we can't buy it if it's not. And that's not true. Um, there's so much there's so many so much food that's wasted actually because it doesn't look yeah. doesn't meet the um, the physical appearance that it should it's really really sad there's a um, a food delivery service called I think it's misfits yeah where you can buy I think so yeah and it's you get like the the fruit that didn't sell the bruised fruit the one that's not perfect and blah blah misshapen blah. misshapen and yeah. not ready for prime time as far as the supermarket goes. So check that out. We don't get anything for saying that, but I think that's a great idea because we're, we, like you said, we're so used to like, it has to be perfect looking. We don't get anything financially for anything we do. No, I just want really people don't. to know that we do this out of the kindness of our heart. Our customers that purchase from us, they're the ones that provide this at the end of the day. And, oh, non's turned way down. Non is back. Oh, um, yeah. Turn non up. Hi, I, non. Hi, non. How's the DMV? Oh, God, I hope everything's done. It was so fun. Mm, that's so, so fun. But you know what? You guys will have a truck and trailer legal to haul to the next cool thing. We are headed to downtown New York City with two trucks, yeah. three coops. It is going to be nuts. And we- you know what? I think Carolina we- Coops comes to Midtown. Oh, yeah. Her I, I think are too we should do the show. We weren't going to do the show next week, but I think we should because we you can call in live. Absolutely not. I'm sorry. It, it makes me mad, but I can't. What? I wish I No, I, there's no way. There's no way I can. You'll be done by noon. But there's no way I can. No, absolutely not. Um, however, we're also how long are you going to be gone? Two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. So we're so going to be... Take- yeah, we'll be gone for three weeks, people. But you are. Okay. But I, you I are can gonna- call in. Can't the show go on? It's not the same. Let's even like when, it together, people. Even when Ingrid leaves, it's like, it's just not the same. But you are going to do a this site... Is a potty break. You're, you are going to do a site survey for us. <laughs> I and- am. We have a chicken coop going to Europe, and I sold into one the mic. to, into I the sold mic. One to Switzerland you. today. Nice. It's been in the works for a while, but nice. We just Good job. Yeah, I love. We're definitely picking up in the European market, which is great. I'm hoping my dream is actually the next shop will be in Europe. But we we're... have to figure out a way to do the show when you guys feel like leaving town, because the the rest of us get to take all the phone calls. There. So our our fan base, our our, our viewers, are so mad when you don't do video. Well, chicken. okay. Can I just say no. 
I'm saying. So <laughs> if we're not doing a show, I'm not going to schedule the schedule it. So everybody gets notifications that there's a live show happening on Fridays, uh -huh. whether it's Facebook or YouTube. If you don't get that notification, that means that there's not a live show because I have to do that every time. Oh, yeah, but oh, it doesn't matter. Okay. They're still going to be like, well, where's VCL? I know, but that's I'm trying to tell people how they can check to see if we're on or not. Yeah, that's that's not the problem. The problem is that we're just simply not on. I you love sure it. you can't do it next week? Into the mic. Do you hear Are you sure you can't do it next week? Um... Can when we do you're something next week, I am no, going we to be. A, I need a break. I'm gonna. <laughs> no, yours. You're coming with us. We're still gonna be in New York City well, next I know. week. You could call in. Absolutely not. Can you maybe just go live? No, no, I'm not. It's just it's You'll not worth it. You'll be done by noon. No, we're just. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, we got limited need, time to get the hell out of there. You need to be off the plaza by noon. Yeah, yeah. they're doing background checks. And like it's nuts what we've had to go through to get onto the uh, the plaza. I guess we can call it. All right, moving on. This this let's let's if there's any other questions. All right, so I guess we, we will be out for three weeks. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Kristen. Sorry. But you will be doing a site survey. Yes. And I tell you, it's critical. It is so important. So we got to figure Maybe out. Maybe Kristen we... can call in from the site survey. If you have good audio, mm -hmm. it's probably what. 4 a.m. there when it's no. noon here. It's like five o'clock. Yeah. Five maybe just somewhere. maybe Kristen can send in a video of the site survey. No, you guys no, can no. Play yeah. Oh, sorry. Something. Yeah, possibly. Oh we yeah, you're definitely documenting it. Absolutely. Misty asked question. Thank you. How many bales of straw do you use for your run? Does it cover similar to hemp? So you mm. did. I would say it does. Yeah, you did two. What? No, you did two in your coop. Okay, pot, pot, time out, time out. And I want to say this is in the video. Okay? Yeah. I asked in the video, how many bales of straw do we use in the run? What did you guys tell me? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, oh, silence. You told me, no, Matt, we only did one. I said, no, I'm pretty sure we did two. And I'm pretty sure we did one in course, and I'm pretty sure we did one in fine. But right. you guys are like, no, Matt, you're losing your mind. We only did one. How many did we do? Two. But the thing is, is I'm having an editing issue because I don't really want to refer to the fine because we're not selling the fine. You, not yet, but okay, that's fine. It, it's pretty <laughs> similar. Fine. <laughs> it is similar, but I don't want. I don't want to see the the thing when you put something out there and then you don't. You're not able to deliver. It just causes more problems. No, so I would agree Misty, with that. Misty, so, to, Misty, so to answer problems. your question, <laughs> um, we use two bales. And I could not believe how much it covered and how thick it was yeah. in a six by, what's out there? 18, six by 18? 18. So how many square feet is that? Mm. Um, I just, I suck at math. Someone took now. my calculator. Oh, I got my phone. Some, mm. uh, you guys can figure out the math. I was shocked. 108. And, thank thank you. you. And how long it's lasting. Yeah. So uh, Misty's is eight by. She added. It's huge. I don't know. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. But I, I can tell you. Um, it, it's worth it if you if you have a reason to use it. As I am absolutely amazed by the product. Okay, so our friend Francine, a friend has silkies. I don't, and I don't know what a good silky ladder looks like. Can you tell me, please? <laughs> hmm. We yeah. do need the to ground. add this to. What I'm sorry. What'd you say, Nan? The ground. Yeah. Honestly, some, that's a some, good. Well, that's it a good just answer. depends on the silky. Some silkies use oh, the ladder. Some silkies use the 
the ramp. No, they don't. They Some don't use anything. Some silkies need uh, like a complete attention type thing or guard <laughs> on the side of the ramp. Some need helmets and an escalator. Yeah. Seriously. Some need a human to pick them up and put them where they need to go every night. Run from silkies. So run. it just depends. I've had silkies that run with a pack that do everything that the other chickens do. So it just depends on the silky. Uh, what I was going to do is just stop this because that might be just whatever. All right. Um, we do need to get the silky. We've had success with our silky ramp with putting AstroTurf on or some type of material and having side ramps because they can't see where they're going. What's the AstroTurf for? Yeah. To, to grip it because that fifth toe getting in the way. <laughs> I don't think that's necessary. Yeah. Don't it so. worked. It, it did work. I'm telling you, God, silkies are such a pain in the butt. Yeah, that'd be a pain to clean. Susan asks if you can use healthy straw in the nest boxes. You got to clean the silkies because they're getting crapped on. Susan asked, can you use healthy straw in the nest <laughs> There's boxes? There's some silky rage here. Can, listen, let me be clear. Let's get him a whole silky flock. Can, can you use it? <laughs> yes, but I don't recommend it. If you're going to use a nesting material, long long stringy long grassy long stalky um speaking of nesting material we're going to be taking one of our rollout nest boxes sorry one of our rollout nest boxes to the show next week and we got to figure out what we're going to use in there for material sorry okay anyways i was hoping for suggestions yeah i don't know because i just don't i don't I, i've never used them um, before yeah. um how much of the healthy straw do i need to put in an american cooper so again it's so what does that break down to if we did 108 square feet with two bales what's that break down to and about, i think it was perfect what's that break down to per square foot it's about a it's about 50 54 hold on so if we take 108 50 is a nice round number 108 we're gonna divide that by two 54 i would say one bale of healthy straw at what would we say? Two inches, three mm -hmm. inches. I mean, it was nice. It was yeah, fluffy. It did, yeah, it didn't need to. You didn't even have to do it that thick. Yeah. I haven't put it down that thick. I am just seriously. Uh, so fifty-four square feet per bale or now, more. Uh, yes, and I'm not saying that's the final number, but that's just what we did real quick. Is where I'm finally experimenting with it. There's wiggle room. There's wiggle room there. If you want to go thicker, go thicker. You don't have to. Bruce says he used um, first Saturday lime for over a year. It's great around my hostas as a slug repellent. Uh -huh. Yeah, mollusk. That's yeah. I can see that burning. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say burning mob. That's going to be a repellent. Yep. Yep. Oops. Speaking of repellent, there's something flying in my face here. Um, I started to watch the live stream, but it was filmed in portrait, so I gave up. Interesting. Maybe that you. Oh. Should we not do it in portrait? Not on Instagram. I mean, Instagram's supposed to be portrait. That's what I thought we did. Oh, we're on no. YouTube. Uh, wait. Oh, yeah. We got to go landscape. For well, that's a good feedback. It depends. Thank you. If you're doing YouTube short, it's portrait. If you're doing it YouTube live, it's landscape. Yeah. Hey, you're like the kid from school. You should know yeah, these yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Everything's portrait. They don't know. Landscape. What's landscape? What's that oh, thing over there God. on the wall? Yeah. It's a phone? It used to be landscape only. Um, oh, I started to watch the live stream, but it was. Okay. So, um, Started my coop build. I live at 6,100 feet. Temps range from negative 20 to 90 degrees during the year. Do I need to insulate between the walls or not? I've given, I've been, I've gotten mixed answers. Let me be clear. <laughs> we talk about this all the time. 
and it is critical we're about to say, and I, I, I'm going to say this is the end-all be-all answer, and I don't say that very often, and I know everyone's got their own opinion. Listen, chickens, most breeds, do extremely well in cold temperatures. It's not the cold temperature that you have to worry about. It's the wind chill. So you do not need to insulate. You need to block the wind chill. What we have seen happen over the years, as soon as someone insulates their coop and you're trapping the air, you're trapping moisture. And when that moisture gets on the chicken and they go outside to the negative 20 degrees, you're increasing the chances for frostbite. You're increasing the chances that you're going to cause health problems because they have a drastic temperature change. The right thing to do is block the wind chill in the hen house. And if you want to take it a step further, and I tell you the feedback we're getting from our customers with our storm shields, put the storm shields on your run. That way it's a consistent temperature from the hen house to the run without insulating, without heating. And you're blocking the wind chill, but it still can breathe. It can still exhaust. You're not trapping the moisture. It's that simple. All wow, right. Why so silent? Yeah, I mean, come on. That was well said. Oh, that was you. crystal clear. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you. I find myself having to say that so many times because I don't know why people sometimes want to not understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I think, again, we always, we tend to think that the if we're cold, the chicken's cold and they yeah. need to be, it's why we don't, you don't put coats on double-coated dogs. Like just, you don't shave them, you know, right. you just. They have their own insulation, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Darshell says, that makes me sad because I tell everyone on Friday afternoons I'm not available and we are building a house right now and it's making it hard, but it's worth it. Love watching you guys. I appreciate that. Yeah. W listen, you guys got to be here. Stop going on these vacations. Well, you're not I here go, next week. I never go on vacation. We have purposely scheduled what we're doing and next week. And one of week those is weeks is Memorial Day. So. Yeah. So what's that mean? Uh, some people do things. What? I what don't do know. <laughs> just heard Matt say we are not worth it. What? No. Not sure what that means. Um, put a can't. What, what does that mean? Melinda, explain. Not worth it. Who? What? She's saying that you guys are implying that it's not worth it to your oh. listeners to extend yourselves to do the show for the next three weeks. Not true. It's the no. opposite. It's not worth doing a show that is not valuable to our viewers and listeners. Right. And until we're all together. Like, let's experiment. If Ingrid walks out of the room right now, watch. The show is just not the same. <laughs> we need her energy. We do. Really? Yeah. You're always yelling at me for yelling at you. Well, it's, that's, it's, it's for the show. It's <laughs> yeah. fake. Actually, we, we Ingrid to, and I get along. To, we need to outnumber I, I, Matt. That's I, really key. Ingrid and I get along all the time. We just we fight do. on the show for fake. We do. We do. No, that's not true at all. We, we this great, is when we, we get along the most. And it's all always spirited. No, no, we spirited, look, but we friendly. had a, we had nice moments before the show, right, Matt? Yes. When you come here and you're like, ah, oh. all right, uh, <laughs> Cappy McCappy, straw is slippery. Good point. Not the healthy straw. That's interesting because it's cut up so short and split open. It's not slippery yeah. at all. No. Mm -mm. So we're not talking about regular straw. Like you're going to go get a straw bale and it's really long. And you're going to you know, shake it down. No, we're not talking about that. The healthy straw, and you'll see this in the video, it's like a pillow that is just, it's amazing. And Missy, you can, it does break down. You can use it in the compost. And East Stormy, oh, I'm already, I'm already going past because you know I'm Okay, I'm it is. Well, I wanted to say something soon. because that's another question that comes up. How fast is it breaking down? Because people don't want it to break down too fast. Right. But they don't want it to take too long. That's the thing we're looking at right now. And we're going on four weeks, and we should do another video today, and hopefully the audio is good, that it's not breaking down real fast, but it is breaking down. Like, it's doing its job. Mm -hmm. 
And again, I got twice the amount of chickens in that run. It's it's disgusting. Yeah. East Stormy asked if Timothy Hay can hurt the chickens. I don't think so. Disgusting. Let me be clear. Disgusting on what we're doing. We're breaking our own rules. I can't believe how nice the run looks with how many chickens we have. So anyway, sorry. I want to be clear there. So Timothy Hay, I, I don't. Do you know anything? What, what is I don't. All right. He's already gone. No. Yeah. Mic trap. Mic trap. Listen. Oh, maybe li use AI Matt to host in real when re in real life Matt is not available. <laughs> Do you guys ever ask yourself or look back in time and, 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 and say, okay, because of this invention, wow, did it really change lives? Did it really change our lives? I don't mean in a good way, bad way. It just it changed our lives. When the internet came out, yeah. mm -hmm. the automobile came out, color TV maybe. Um, we are due. You got to think about this. And this is what you have to do in business. You got to really be in touch with what's going on in this plan if you want to be successful in business, right? Because you got to figure mm -hmm. out what's going to come in the future. And I've been saying we are due for something new. The last one was this, without a doubt. These yeah. smartphones, and I don't, good and bad, whatever, it has changed our lives. You can't go anywhere now. It is sad. And I, I know I'm probably going to be just as guilty. We're all just looking at our phones. That's going to cause a major problem because that is what's causing the problems today. We've just become disconnected and we know everything because we're being told what the phone is telling us and we're not being all educated the same way. Does that make sense? Anyways. I also think that the interesting thing is like how phone and social media is supposed to keep you connected, right, to people. Right. But it, it does the opposite because it, it insulates you. It doesn't, it doesn't, you, people don't know how to have conversations. That's right. Or, or write a sentence properly because they just text and abbreviate everything that's why i'm saying because we're not communicating anymore that's it's killing us mm -hmm. i can't you know see we agree on that one i know i know we agree on so much more so the point is ai <laughs> that's the new thing coming that is going to change our lives I, I have no idea how when you talked we had a customer come here that actually does ai for a huge tech company and he says it scares me oh yeah because it's, it it should because there's Again, it's it's the the. Anyways, Mike Trap, excellent idea. We're gonna do a show using AI. <laughs> Absolutely. Can we look into that? No, no. Uh, you you might be replaced, Matt. Okay, now let's make an argument. <laughs> let's make an argument. At AI... least when you guys leave town, somebody gets to watch something. <laughs> let's make an argument, though. Now I know the AI has advanced greatly for whatever reason recently, and I I I want to know. Who and you know what's really behind the AI and how all of a sudden has it been advanced? Because AI has been around for a while. Remember Spellcheck? Mm -hmm. That's AI, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, all right. Can we do a show with AI? No. All right. It's one thirty. Yeah. I guess everyone's got to go. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Next week we will not be here. The week after that. We no. won't be here because someone's going to be on vacation. We'll Maybe I'll change June, my mind at the uh, last minute. I guess Ingrid's really got to go. June 9th, and we'll oh. have some updates for you. Oh, there's going to be so many updates. You guys have a great weekend. Later. Later.